Hey there, I'm Sarah Duty, host of the Career Strategy Podcast. Many professionals are seeking more impact, flexibility, growth, and let's face it, getting paid what they're worth. But how do you unlock this in your career? It starts with strategy. I'm taking you behind the scenes of what's working for my career coaching clients. You'll hear strategies and actionable, yet sometimes against the grain, advice for how you can be the CEO of your career and stop dreading Mondays. Ready to level up your career? Let's get after it. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Career Strategy Podcast. And today, I want to focus our conversation on things to think about and know as you're interviewing with the HR department. So HR interviews are often less focused on the really technical and role-specific topics and skills. And these interviews are more focused on you as a person, as a human. And that person from the HR department, they really want to get to better understanding of things like your communication style, how you think, your experience working on a team, and maybe even other things like management experience if you have that in the past. So it's less about the specifics of the software and the processes and the methodologies of your exact function and more about you as a person, or I guess you could say your soft skills. So one of the biggest mistakes though that the candidates make is they use a lot of cliches and buzzwords in the interviews with HR. So a lot of times their answers to questions are just filled with phrases such as team player, fast learner, critical thinking, proven track record, right? You know what I'm talking about. And if you're an HR person and you're sitting there talking to people all day long for these types of interviews, those buzzwords and cliche phrases get really boring really fast, and it's not going to make you a memorable candidate. So instead of using these really cliche phrases, I want you to think about stories you can use in these interviews because stories stand out. People will remember stories far more than they're going to remember that you were a fast learner or team player. So for example, Don't just say you were a team player, but go into the interview with a story in mind that gives an example of a time when you were a team player at your current or previous job. So the next question I kind of want to dive into is what the heck are HR managers, recruiters looking for today in these initial behavioral interviews, sometimes they're called, with HR? So In job interviews, one of the absolute most important and crucial things you can do today is show up with the receipts. As the young people say today, right? You wanna show the receipts. And what I mean is you wanna show examples. You wanna show evidence. You don't just wanna say you can do something. You wanna show people the receipt of a time when you did it. So it's not enough to just tell people what you did. You want to stand out through stories and the receipts, and that's going to make a really strong first impression because I can assure you, 
So many candidates do not do this, that if you do it, you are going to stand out. And the other tip I would give you is that you don't want to just stop at sharing an example of what you did. You could also go into some of the details of how you did it. Like, how did you help decrease the sales team's time to close a deal, for example? How did you do that? What were some of the details of that, right? That's going to help kind of help them, the HR person, kind of take a peek behind the curtain, so to speak, and get a better sense of not just your experience, but the details of your experience, in that case, I guess, managing a sales team. All right. And the other little tip I would give you here is that when you answer questions, think to yourself like you're a journalist and you want to point out the five W's of journalism and try and cover some of them in your answer. So who, what, where, when, why, how, right? We've all heard it. People are more likely to remember examples and stories. And if you use those five W's, that's going to help build the framework for a little story that you can tell as your answer to whatever they're asking you about with their question. The next question I want to cover here is, what are some things you should absolutely never, ever say when responding to questions during these, you know, get to know you conversations, casual conversations with HR, etc. So I want to remind us that the focus, the purpose of this call, especially that initial sometimes called a screener call, is to understand a candidate's professional skills and experience. So that person, the HR person, the recruiter, their ultimate goal here is to figure out, do I want to move this person along in the hiring process and give them an interview? Do they seem like a good enough, close enough, interesting enough match to give them an interview? And so as a result, in that initial get to know you conversation, you want to do everything you can to try and keep the focus on your professional life and examples and receipts of what you've done. And by that, I mean, don't lead with you like these hobbies or you're really you know, into volunteering at your kid's soccer practice or whatever. Don't start talking about your personal life because it's a distraction from your professional life. Plus, you don't want to start introducing topics that could be a cause for conscious or unconscious bias by the person interviewing you. So for example, topics like politics, religion, family, other things, just don't go there. Why would you do that, right? So just don't bring it up, full stop. Another thing to consider is if the interview is remote, because let's face it, a lot of times these are, be really mindful that you're in a quiet space, that you have a solid internet connection. I can't tell you how many people I've interviewed and there was background noise because they're at a coffee shop or the audio quality isn't good and you don't need a professional setup. Just use some critical thinking and don't be in a place where it's gonna be hard for that person who potentially is meeting you for the first time for them to even hear you, right? There's there's nothing more distracting and frustrating in a conversation than can you hear me now, right? Where you're breaking up. Like it just 
doesn't create a strong first impression. And especially because these interviews are often quite short in nature, you don't want to waste five minutes of a 30-minute call trying to figure out why your audio isn't working right. It just totally breaks up the flow of the conversation and it's distracting. Now, I want to leave you with some phrases that could be kind of red flag in nature. So I want you to try and avoid these phrases or mistakes at all costs in these kind of get to know you conversations with recruiters and HR people. Okay, number one, not asking questions. Big red flag. If you couldn't come up with one single question about the company, about the role, that gives a signal that you weren't very interested. You're not curious. And you know this question is more than likely going to come up in the interviews. It's not like a curveball question that you couldn't anticipate. So take the time to write down a few questions. Candidates who have questions are far more likely to be perceived as interested in the role, more interested than someone who comes with zero questions. And if you're really stuck for finding out questions to ask them, go take a look at the company's website, their social media page, see if there's any recent press releases about the company. That should give you a starting point to spark some ideas of what you could ask during the interview. Another mistake you want to avoid is talking about your lack of experience, right? If you're applying to a job and you feel like there are a few things that you're not super qualified or you don't have exact experience that they are looking for, don't lead with that. Don't say things like, as an entry level or as a junior, you don't wanna shine a spotlight on things that could be perceived as a weakness, right? The next mistake I want you to avoid is asking questions that you could have found the answers to on your own, specifically saying to the interviewer, can you tell me more about what your company does? Major, major red flag. Like today, it is beyond easy to go find out what a company does, unless it's you know a stealth company or something. But companies have websites, they have social media, they probably, some of them have demo videos. And if you search for them on YouTube, you might find other types of videos, tours, etc. They give you a sense of what that company does in terms of its product or service. So here are five really easy ways to find out uh, details of a company and what it does. Go to their homepage, see if they have a demo or free trial you could sign up for. Go through their social media, see if they have any videos about their products or new features or services. You could find the FAQ of their website, right? Almost every website has an FAQ, especially if it's a product or service-based company, especially if the company is an app or something like that. Go to the app store and read the reviews, see what people are saying. And lastly, go to the company's website and see if they have testimonials or case studies. Those five things will help you come across as a candidate who is much more prepared because you're not gonna ask general questions of what did the company do? You would ask more specific questions about things that you learned by doing one of those five things I just mentioned. All right, I hope that now you have a much better idea of what to think about 
what to do, what to not do when you are in these get to know you, behavioral screener calls, interviews, etc., with someone in HR or the recruiting landscape. So you want to remember that you want to not make it too personal. Keep it about you and your professional experience because time is limited and you don't want to waste time telling them about your personal hobbies. You want to remember that they are looking for the receipts. People will remember stories. Don't just say you have experience doing surveys. Tell them the time you made a survey. Why did you make the survey? What survey tool did you use? How many people did you do the survey to? What happened after the survey, right? Examples are far more memorable and engaging. Avoid not asking questions. Research the company's products and services before you get to the interview. Don't talk about your lack of experience or be coy about that stuff. Just remember something about your resume or your LinkedIn profile or your application caught their attention. So they're not going to waste time getting on the phone with someone that they're not you know, serious about. So you should have confidence knowing that they want to talk to you and not the potential hundreds of other candidates that did not make it this far in the process. All right. I hope that was helpful. If you have a friend that's interviewing or a family member or colleague or something, feel free to share this episode with them. It would be a really great one to pass on to someone who is in the middle of a job search right now. All right. That's all I have for you today. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you in another episode. Thanks for listening to the Career Strategy Podcast. Make sure to follow me, Sarah Duty, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or LinkedIn. If anything in today's episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear about it. Tag me on social media or send me a DM. And lastly, if you found this episode helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you could share it with a friend or give us a quick rating on Spotify or review on Apple Podcasts. Catch you later.